Hello and welcome to This Woman's Work, a space where you can hear and read about some amazing women, the fantastic jobs they do and the paths that have led them to where they are today. I'm here today with Jo. Hi Jo. Hi. Could you tell the lovely listener what it is you do for a living? Uh, yeah, so I, I guess, own, run, chef, <laughs> uh, the Blombie, which is a plant-based cafe, restaurant, sort of community space in Stamford. And how long have you, I want to ask, how long have you been doing that for now? Uh, we've been open since June 21. Wow. Um, but I was doing takeaways from home in the year before, so during lockdown, during in the year lockdown. before that. So we had a little test run at home. But oh, yeah. okay, so there was no almost <laughs> brand or identity before that. No. It was, yeah. it was just sort of you testing out. Okay, yeah. well, I'm not going to go down. Okay. This is what I always do, I start going ahead. Okay, so before we go forward, we're going to go back mm-hmm. and talk about little Joe. Oh. At school and college, <laughs> what were you like? What were you into? Oh gosh. Okay. Oh, we're going back that far. <laughs> we're going back. <laughs> um, um, a, a little chatterbox, probably. Um, I suspect most of my reports say that. Oh. Uh, too chatty at school. Um, but yeah, probably. Um, oh god, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I had a pretty lovely upbringing, really, and grew up in. Um, Dorset on the south coast oh, wow. um, uh, with a bit of a family of environmentalists I guess which is probably where a lot of this I was gonna well, say, definitely is where a lot of this has <laughs> come from um, not a massively foodie family at all um, but yeah just kind of a lot of outdoors and kind of you know 80s 90s upbringing of I don't know Walkmans and <laughs> oh no oh, shell suits back in the day. Brilliant, brilliant. yeah so hang on then so Dorset so mm. on the coast or yeah 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 uh, so yeah Corf Castle um wow. yeah the Jurassic Coast and where a big dinosaur's just been found which my parents are thrilled about but oh, wow. anyway side <laughs> side chat. side note yeah yeah <laughs> um so sisters how many sisters brothers yeah I've got an older sister three yeah. years older yeah we um get on very well now I don't know if we did all the time as kids but yeah yeah well enough I think but yeah we're pretty pretty similar as people um so yeah she's a good buddy so yeah and then okay so in terms of the environmental route which is mm. obviously going to be absolutely one of my questions yes yeah. <laughs> so so your parents so when you say they're sort of environmentalists what, yeah. what are we talking well my dad more than my mum um so my dad did various things but um sort of the bit that I really remember was him running field study centres and sort of outdoor education oh. centres um so we spent a lot of our life there i guess because he outdoors yeah outside. yeah yeah pond dipping and like joining in all of the school groups that he had when mum was out at work and and wow. things so we spent a lot of time sort of in and around that kind of environment i guess so a lot of sort of geography biology zoology type chat which again at the time we you know were well bored by a lot of the time <laughs> um but so it was yeah. just part of your life yeah, back then yeah for sure and then when you went on to college then mm. did you so what like a levels did you do that um yeah geography biology which i shouldn't have done because i'm not a scientist <laughs> i don't know why i decided to really give that a go um music and english back wow, in the day okay. yeah and, and with a view to maybe doing uh so i went to uni to do geography Okay. Um, I, yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do. <laughs> I just chose a subject that I really enjoyed and that would get me out of rural Dorset. Um, Stop it while everyone else is trying to get yeah, back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I appreciate how silly that sounds. But um, yeah, as an 18-year-old, you know, you just wanted, wanted to, yeah. to be in a city and experience, yeah. 
big wide world. Uh, so yeah, I chose geography. I chose physical geography, kind of all the mountains and lakes and what okay. have you. But turns out that is quite scientific and I am not. <laughs> so I kind of switched it to, to the more human sort of social side. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, went to Sheffield. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. straight from Dorset up to Sheffield. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then from <laughs> Sheffield... Uh, I then... Took a couple of, yeah, took a couple of years out afterwards, so moved back home and earned money, luckily living in a um, sort of honeypot town, plenty oh. of um, cafes and pubs and things to earn money in over the summer. So yeah, earned some money and then went uh, to Uganda for nine months on a kind of wow. gap year voluntary organic farming and kind of engagement programme. Wow. Yeah, it was quite cool. I don't know how... You know, it felt very impactful for us as people. Um, yes. I, you know, you never quite know actually well, whether something like that good, is. You're trying to do good, aren't you? I think the point yeah. of it is you're trying to do good. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, it's challenging when you then see a lot of other development projects happening alongside that are literally just people swooping in with a load of money and chucking cash at stuff and building things that just aren't relevant and aren't that particularly helpful and then sweeping and back out the again. Exactly, the yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so I guess it kind of built my awareness of that kind of relationship, I guess, and kind of understanding what our role is in that and whether we have a place to go out and do that or not. Yeah. But um, I also had a great time. So, and how, so yeah. how long were you there for? Uh, the project was six months, and I then stayed for an extra sort of three months and did some travelling with some of the people some of the people that I'd met, some of it on my own, um, and then eventually decided sort of partly through the um, experience in Uganda and some of the people I'd met um, to go and do a master's at UEA in international development and education. Okay, yeah. Um, which, if anybody is considering doing a master's and has not done one, like, you've got to be really up for that. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably one of the hard... Before this, it was probably one of the hardest things that I've done. I'm, yeah... I was super interested in all of the content that actually... It's quite hardcore, isn't it? Yeah, and I know it's so independent people. and it. I just, I'm not disciplined enough. Did okay in that? Did okay, let's yeah. not dwell on that too much. But <laughs> yeah. Survived. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah <laughs> Parents yeah. made it very clear they don't want me to do any further education <laughs> after that because they can't so bear no to be on the other end of the phone. Then. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, and pretty much... I exhausted at the end of that having just handed in my thesis having stayed in the library literally in the same clothes for three days not a oh. good tale to tell students <laughs> of how to do things um i got on a train to oakham for an interview with a charity in oakham wow. um and yeah got a job there having so never been to rutland or knowing anywhere that where that was just a really cool charity that um essentially there's kind of a couple of component parts but um place recent graduates and their first jobs in sustainability so I was kind of a right. recruitment person I guess to yes, kind of yeah. work with companies businesses a lot of local authority universities colleges to try and find placements that would be suitable for sort of people just coming out of generally just coming out of university some weren't graduates but most mostly that yeah um to try and kind of broker positions that would work well for them and then advertising and kind of recruiting Literally and recruiting kind of the and then supporting those graduates in those roles and then through that job i was doing a lot of work a big funded project with the national union of students um of course, and a student yeah. charity called people and planet and and things um so i was kind of heading up our role in that and um, recruiting lots of graduates to kind of go and deliver sustainability projects in universities okay um and the guy who was running that department um jamie agenbar kind of spoke to me and said oh we're gonna need a new 
coordinator for one of these projects, Green Impact, you know, you might want to apply. Um, so I did and I got the job and then I started working for NUS in, yeah, 2011 and things. And yeah, I mean, it was a, an amazing place to work. Um, I was there for pretty much 10, 11 years wow. on and off. Um, so yeah, it was um, difficult to leave, but there was an opportunity at the right time <laughs> to take to take the opportunity you know there was lots of development it was an amazing team everybody coming in was pretty pretty young and um engaged and like you say kind of passionate and super committed to oh the cause and things yeah. like the amount of it sounds funny to say it now now knowing how many hours i do here but you know the amount of hours that we did on behalf of an external project i guess um traveling about the uk you know i was quite often on trains at six in the morning and getting back at 10 11 at night or away for four or five days and then um but yeah doing something you believed in yeah and it yeah which 90 percent of people don't no, really exactly, do, do they? no and i just don't think i've ever considered doing something that i didn't believe in well, I like if i find it bizarre that people would do it do it obviously i've, I've done it at times out of necessity yes, and, yeah. and things but like as a career or kind of aspiration like I guess I kind of always had it instilled in me that you should you know do something you're passionate about and I guess my parents were quite passionate about us doing something meaningful and, well, and they were passionate about their jobs yeah so yeah so it's just you didn't know any other off. way no, not really our team at NUS had kind of outgrown the organization so we were going through a kind of we should probably become our own sustainability charity in our own right because oh. it's not the essence of what nus is there to do you've ta um, taken it into a it, it's kind of gone yeah. into a whole different realm um so all of that sort of was happening but that meant that we needed to restructure which meant that a bunch of us kind of at the top level we kind of didn't need as many of us right. um did you basically manage your own redundancy yeah got your payout and exactly so yeah. kind of all sort of patched with it that was october 2019 um yeah. so it all seemed quite lovely oh, at the time and kind yeah. of like oh maybe yeah. you know i spent some of my redundancy pay on going on a two-week um sort of intensive diploma course for vegan cookery and bath which i'd had my eye on for ages but i didn't feel like i could justify two weeks of holiday wow. um to go and do it so i was like right i'm just gonna put some of this money towards doing that stayed with my sister in Bristol and got the bus every day and I guess through that I probably learned less about the kind of actual food that I was cooking and more it was about the people that I met on that course yeah. that again kind of just opened my eyes to the fact that I always thought that if I did this I would have to be super brave and rent somewhere straight away and know how to run a restaurant and go 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 and obviously yes. I'd worked in cafes and bars as a teenager but that was about it um and that seemed a bit terrifying on me. That's right. Um, but chatting to some of the people there, they were kind of doing pop-ups. They were um, supplying food to local cafes who kind of had a need for vegan and plant-based food, but didn't know how to cook it. And I bet they were these little kind it. of um, food, not food tents. I don't mean that. Like little portable, like events and stuff. Yeah. Because so it was all that time, wasn't it, that they yeah. started to kind of start appearing at events. Yeah, definitely. And things like that. Yeah. yeah. And I guess everybody that was on the course, most people were more than just somebody who just liked to cook at home. Yeah. It was like a two-week, you they know, it was quite a commitment. Into... Yeah, they had a view to turn it into something. So we yeah. had quite a lot of chats in the evenings about, about that kind of thing. Um, so it kind of got me thinking that maybe I could set something up at home alongside my part-time work for change agents rather than necessarily having to 
be brave and do yes, everything. Yeah. Um, so January 2020. Oh, again, I'm, still full of optimism. I know. It's like when, when, whenever, we, whenever we watch like grand designs now and you see like the timeline and you're like, oh no, oh no, it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, so I decided to do, uh, I did a little free business course in um, Nottingham just for like a week, which was, I don't know, not that inspiring, but you know, just because I felt like I needed yeah. to understand a little bit because I'm not a spreadsheet business. Yeah. person at all. Oh. Um, I had the idea, but I didn't know how any yeah. of it would actually work and what the different business entities are. I also didn't quite know if I wanted it to be a kind of social enterprise or a business. I kind of didn't know yeah. how I sat with all of that. Well, also, um, did you even know? It would be a cafe, or say, or would it have been well, like? No. It could have been like a Hello Fresh type well, thing. Well, yeah, exactly. It? I guess at that point in time, I didn't really know. I wanted what to do the something. Yeah, part of it was. I wanted to do something with. Actually, at the time, vegetarian food, but predominantly plant-based plant food, with yeah. a real focus on sustainability and kind of everything that we were doing, with the kind of idea that it would, by proxy, kind of educate people about the benefits of that and that you don't need a vast amount of meat and dairy to be healthy and that actually the planet needs us to be a bit more careful about that um but always kind of with that idea of kind of sustainability and veganism by stealth um my role at NUS was all around behavior change and engagement in sustainability so I kind of knew that if you go in hard and just yeah. tell everybody to do something it doesn't doesn't work so it's all about the gentle all about stealth yeah gentle nudge um and so then I did I did a little test supper club at home because I thought, well, maybe, like, Stanford doesn't really have anything no. like that, but cities are doing that all the time. Like, maybe there's a bit of a interest in that. So I did a test run with some friends that were half meat eaters and half not ah. to kind of get a feel for whether the sort of food that I did would appeal to both or both. neither yeah. Or, yeah so that was a nice boozy evening that was good um <laughs> and then and also they'd have been really honest with well you yeah know. exactly we sort of chose friends that we knew would, would kind be of be really good honest. critical friends yeah. and, and what have you um and then i did i think two maybe three i think like maybe i had to cancel the third one of actual sort of paying customer ones and i just kind of had set up a instagram and facebook page and you know said i'm gonna be doing this and as a sort of anybody... supper club type yeah. thing and yeah, yeah. Uh, yours though. yeah yeah so yeah we had sort of wow. eight people that came along to each of those um which is a bit weird at home i you know i'm sort of glad that that didn't have yeah. to become a but thing not, for much not in longer London but... and stuff though is it yeah, it's exactly. quite those kind of things yeah are quite, i mean quite it was a kind of perfect opportunity to try it out yeah. really and um see how it went um and definitely one of the people that came to that is one of our sort of became one of our sort of most regular customers throughout um, the whole journey which is really nice i did two of those and then lockdown happened um and i've been really involved in um second helpings food waste charity in stanford since the beginning um sort of george and i kind of set that up um originally so that kind of went into yeah i didn't know you'd set second helpings well yeah in partnership with yeah i was quite involved from the get-go really wow yeah so when lockdown happened that kind of went into overdrive of kind of how to i was chairing the committee at the time so kind of how we managed the beast and got food to people that really needed it and then we just sort of had the thought of like it'd be a shame to kind of stop the momentum of what we've just sort of started yeah literally and people seem quite interested and and things so kind of put it out there of if we did some takeaways on a friday and saturday night would people be interested um 
and they were wow. so we basically just started doing that i think from the may i think may 2020 we started doing it okay yeah. so we did a kind of small menu like two or three four you know items a couple of main dishes some wow. salads some little side dishes when when did you get the keys for this then uh march beginning of march 2021, 2021. yeah um and we had quite a lot of work to do in here to kind of well, there was no kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so to run a cafe, we needed a kitchen. I know you have a little life in you yet. I know you have a lot of strength left. I know you have a little life in you yet. The upstairs was going to take quite a lot longer to kind of finish off, but we'd already spent sort of three months renovating it because we were doing it in amongst and paying full rent and thinking we actually just and need to that are expensive yeah though, we they? just need to get on and open and try something so we made the decision to just open the courtyard in june 2021 yeah. um and Which the is still of, very covid as well so i guess outdoor yeah, dining absolutely. was quite it was quite of of the time yeah it really it? was yeah people were still very much yeah full masks and, yeah. and what have you so we kind of thought well let's just open out there yeah and we did it really quietly so i messaged some of my regular customers to say we're it we're doing quite this stealth to start with it was sort of the sort of thing you heard about through yeah well that was just because we were terrified that we wouldn't know <laughs> how to do it you know so it was very much a kind of not a big launch date yeah. we kind of just said to a few people you know pop along we'll be open and then you know gradually uh, we got there um but you know we i mean we'd had a crash course from two chimps who do our coffee for us and how to barista and figured out a till and but on day one uh, a girl called emily came in and asked for an iced latte and i asked her how to make that and she she helped me and then she came back in and she was like are you looking for staff and i was like quite obviously i am uh, wow. <laughs> so then she was one of our first members of staff, staff. Oh, what a great um, story. yeah so yeah we kind of figured that out so it was it was actually kind of worked really nicely because it kind of enabled us to try it out yeah. downstairs uh, we had the kitchen working and things we kind of like the full shebang but just with kind of 14 seats outside yeah. and takeaways oh, that's a brilliant kind of sort yeah. of and you then... you're in a kind of as the, as the business term is test and learn phase oh you? sure yeah yeah we, we knew that <laughs> That's, test that's and learn, test and learn. Yeah. But you are, but you're just doing it naturally. Yeah, it just felt like the organic, yeah, like, exactly. Uh, it just felt like the sensible way to kind of yeah. give it a go. And yeah, and so then eventually, I can't remember quite how long afterwards, we opened the upstairs. Yeah. Um, and then fairly soon after that, because I kind of always had it in my head that I'd love the idea of it being a kind of cafe into a bar. We kind of got our licence straight away because yes. I was like, I want there to be local beer and cider and, and things, you know, it's kind of... I love that when you're in cities and you're abroad and it kind of coffee just effortlessly turns into wine and dinner yeah. and things. Oh, and I, I sort of felt that. like that wasn't really... There wasn't anything like that in Stanford. Yeah, yeah. Um, it soon became clear to me that if we wanted to do that, we would have to be here every night doing that. Yeah. So we didn't. So we just did our Friday night bistros, but they were yeah packed out that summer, um, inside and outside, which was amazing. Wow. Um, and yeah, so it just kind of grew like that, that. really. Yeah. And I'm guessing you're very careful with the ha how much food do you buy in because you yeah. don't want it you can't over order no can you? no i mean we're generate... very limited on space which is yeah. which is one thing yeah which is um, probably a good thing though yeah yeah um and i guess the idea behind a small sort of monthly changing menu is that 
we don't have to cater to absolutely everybody yeah. and produce you know 20 dishes it's, it's grown a bit over time when people have asked for things or we've done things and people have liked them so we've kept them on the menu yeah. um but it's still you know attainable for two of us to knock out in the kitchen every morning yeah, yeah. and to be able to store in one fridge and one freezer essentially so <laughs> what is next then we've just got a, a new chef in post now um gosh that must is... have been hard to recruit for though. well yes and no i mean okay i think well we'll see we'll see <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but so far so good um uh, i think that again the fact that i kind of just you know we've chatted to a lot of people and we and we now know a community of people that we you know we both worked away so much that we didn't know yeah. people in Stanford really um so a casual conversation with somebody who I knew had been was a chef um and had been involved in some of our kind of renovations out in the courtyard at the beginning actually but hadn't seen right. him massively over over time I kind of chatted to him about whether he knew anybody that might be interested and it turned out he was quite interested wow. um so actually relatively straightforward so far we've only had three days together so <laughs> we'll uh, let him reserve judgment on whether yeah. uh, it's working yet but um yeah looking really positive Aww. so hopefully after christmas i'll be kind of less here yeah um tying everything else up so that everything that's in my head that people need to know about can be regurgitated and they can yeah. do what they need to with that um so we're gonna have a bit of an enforced break um but then it felt really counterintuitive for me to think about coming back after having a small person and getting stuck back into the same like that just seemed a bit silly you know I didn't yeah. want to recruit a great team and then have to get rid of them and yeah. sort of take a step back so the thinking is and that you're not going to know as you're well, as people no. always say you're not going to how you're going to feel no not at all it's going to work not you at want all. the freedom to be able to go with it don't exactly you? so the plan is for me to then be able to come back and do more of the kind of collaborative supper clubs yeah um potentially yeah more workshops we've been doing some cookery workshops over this last year which again is something Brilliant. i knew i always wanted to do with it yeah it's that kind of really nice kind of feel of creating something where a lot of those people can then come and we can have those conversations around sustainability and things without it being an education you know sit down and listen to me you know yeah. when they ask what the soup is i can say oh it was going to be this but actually this wasn't available this month so we've gone with this and yeah you know you start a whole conversation really naturally about you know food production and etc lentils, et lentils. <laughs> always back to the lentils, oh, lentils. <laughs> okay what has been the absolute best part of this so far this journey <sighs> um other than having a baby <laughs> well we'll see if that's you the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're reserving judgment on that off for as long as we can <laughs> um uh i think for me like the that kind of daily sense of achievement and seeing seeing yeah. the seeing the outcomes you know those little nuggets of conversation where you just hear people overhear people downstairs saying oh we've never been before we hadn't heard, you know but and oh, nothing had meat in it and oh it was so lovely and yeah. you know those kind of bits and pieces and I bet uh, that well, happens every day every it? day yeah. yeah every day um so those kind of unexpected little quiet quiet wins um and for me the 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 community like i say i traveled around the uk for the last sort of 10 years before this and we had some friends in town um and we were involved in community projects and things but nothing like what i've now got yeah. here and actually i mean having having a small person has kind of made me really appreciate that you know we've i know 
people who are experts in all sorts of wonderful things that um, I are now sort of friends and colleagues that yeah. I can now call upon that I wouldn't have even known existed if I hadn't have set yeah. this up and created this space. And I think because we've created something that people really value, mm. um, they really want to sort of pay that forward and kind of uh, are really excited to kind of help me and, you know, can see how hard we've worked to yeah. do this and I kind of at least at the moment. I mean, let's see what the kids like as to whether that carries on <laughs> afterwards. But, you know, a really just being amazing at kind of helping us through that process Phase. and things. So, yeah, for me, the, the the space in the community has just been just, yeah. Brilliant. Amazing. Flip side of that, then. Yes. Is what's been the most challenging part, other than, obviously, the hours? Yeah, the hours and the the sacrifice of social you know it was fine at the beginning because everyone was coming out of covid and we'd all yeah. given up our lives no, and, and it was like well this will be fine because nobody's doing anything anyway yeah. and then obviously people were you know there's there's been a lot of not necessarily mega life events that we've missed out on no, but of course, you know yeah. working weekends and friday evenings and saturdays and again it's only recently i've been able to pass that off on to other people and yes. if we needed to do those things before we either needed to make the decision to shut or to do a reduced menu that the team could manage and you know yeah. when you're so busy all the time being able to hand that over well and and feel like you can actually go away and leave it and yes. be confident that they're not gonna flounder and feel horrible yeah. and that it's gonna you know continue to build our customer base um i think that's been a real a real challenge okay my two final questions yes. then are always what life advice would you give your younger self? Hmm. And it can be very small Joe, it could be uni Joe, it could be <laughs> Africa Joe. Um, I don't know, like have the confidence to go for it. I think I, you know, wasn't an unconfident child, but... Um, Almost you didn't. Did you? Does that mean you didn't quite believe in yourself so yeah, much as you do yeah, now? Poten yeah, potentially. I mean, don't, don't know. Catch me on the right day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I had everything I needed to be to be confident. I think. Yeah. But, um, I'm not an assertive person. Um, Are you a bit of a worrier as well, or? Yeah, on behalf of uh, yeah others quite often. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at asserting myself and things. And I don't think that's necessarily got better here, to be honest. But um, yeah, I don't know, kind of, I don't know, standing by your convictions to do yeah. things like this. And, you know, having, having the, the confidence to stand by. Yeah, it. yeah. And not being afraid to kind of take a bit of a leap. Yeah. But that's all well and good. You know, I come from a supportive family and knew that if I took a leap, there'd probably be some people to catch me. And I appreciate yeah. that as a huge privilege to, yeah. to to have in my life. Um, but do you think you yeah. could have could have done this sooner or do you think it came at exactly the right time? No, I don't think so. And I think it took meeting the right people in that yeah. kind of journey that, that life journey yeah, to, to I bring you here yeah. yeah I don't think I wouldn't have been brave enough to have just left a great job with wonderful people to just do this yeah. I needed that kind of step by step and really to be honest like I needed the covid situation say, to yeah. kind of enable me to you know we started yeah. this knowing we had 200 customers yeah. which is very different to just being like nobody just knows me and I'm gonna open a vegan restaurant in yeah conservative town yeah. <laughs> you know so i think um yeah it kind of needed all of those things to align yeah for sure and yeah yeah having 
the right yeah relationship and family and what have you behind me to know that we could we could do it really yeah you're gonna be a great (laughs) mum you are because you've been brought up by a great mum or you've been you know I think you know you know what that looks like I think that really helps people yeah I've been yeah very lucky to have the have have already know what the 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 bare minimum is yeah I think so okay so then my final question is always this is now more a bit of life advice which would be really interesting for you to just throw out there to everybody yeah things that you think people should do more of or and it could be plant-based wise it could be environmentally wise could be life Mm. lessons wise Mm. any advice you would like to impart on the world so I feel like I've gained a lot by being kind of I don't know, an active community person. And again, I was sort of brought up in a village where that was just like what everybody did. But um, I've kind of taken that through everywhere that I've lived at uni and um, and things as well. And that for me, I think, just means before this, that meant that I could walk down the street in Stanford and bump into five or six people that weren't necessarily mates that I was going to go for a drink in the pub with or would be best buddies for life you know quite often older people or much younger people or what have you but I just for me for me as a person kind of feeling part of a community yeah and that connection is is huge to kind of yeah gaining value and then to feel that you can do more in that community and that community's there to sort of catch you I guess as well I just generally think you know if, if you can. If you can, being able to get involved with things like that in a, as small a way as, as possible. You know, a lot of community organisations literally just want somebody who can answer Facebook messages or, yeah. you know, drop something off once a week and, and things like yeah, that. And yeah. I just think, um, you know, it's not it's not always possible, but, you know, sometimes it's not that difficult. And I just think that's kind of, I say, in, in part enabled me to get where I have here. Um and kind of build that community aspect to it. Um, so the kind of by proxy of that kind of lifetime of, I don't know, putting chairs away in village halls after events and things, you know, is kind of, yeah, led to here probably. Wow. <laughs> On that note, thank you very much. It's quite all right. If you would like to hear more about this chat, see some behind the scenes pics and some personal profile pics, plus read about how to get started in this industry and or this role, then please go and support us on Patreon. The link is on this podcast page and across all of our socials. Sincere thanks in advance.